Blue Wire. Three on the way! Yes! Paul George nails it! For the win! All right, Dunks and Discourse, episode 52. Uh, not 54. Four is the number four championships for LeBron James following tonight. But 52, the Jamal Wilkes edition. Um, I wanted it to be the Eric Pietkowski edition because he was he was a mean three-point shooter in NBA Live 05. But we'll go with Jamal Wilkes just for you, Jabari. Come on now. If the Lakers win the title, we're going with Jamal Wilkes. Hall of Famer, legend. Jamal Wilkes. Yeah, so LeBron wins his fourth title, and some other guys also won. Uh, <laughs> but the, the fourth title for LeBron, and yeah. you know whatever team he chose to be on was going to win. So good for them. Good for for that group of guys that came with them. Oh, that's cute. No, we're not doing that tonight. Nope. Los Angeles Lakers NBA champions. We're not doing that. <laughs> not I already, tonight. I already put it on the timeline. I'm like, for real. This is for Bron fans, and, and we will share the stage. With the Lakers fans, but uh, this is a this is a partnership. This isn't a collaborative effort. This is a, a partnership with two very distinct fan bases in in one tent tonight. And I'm all a hundred percent good with that. Like you know, for the listeners out there, they can tell I've been enjoying myself. So it's I might be a little bit loose tonight, but the truth of the matter is, I don't care. You can talk all the shit you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk seventeen, baby. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, shouts to Kevin Cottrell. Uh, works for TNT. I saw that you know Rondo won seven his seven, like number seventeen with the Celtics, number seventeen with the Lakers. He did. You know, Lord knows Rondo's not my guy, and if mm. you listen to the show, you know that. But like, that is pretty cool, man. Uh, that's oh, absolutely. A, that that's a pretty cool little bookmark to have. Look, it's pretty badass to to play for the two you know most you know, iconic what, franchises. Exactly, two most iconic franchises in the league, and also get number seventeen for each of them. It, 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 it's pretty incredible. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I hope uh, Rajon Rondo is feeling just as good. Yeah, man. Um, what, the, what the hell are you doing right now? Right now? Yeah. Feeling pretty good. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I told you. Feeling it, good. It, it feels like, it sounds like you're doing like yoga mid, mid-pod. Like, pour yourself another and plant your ass, bro. Like, what what do you, what do you do? <laughs> you you want to know the truth? What you're I doing championship doing? jumping jacks right now? No, like, no, no, truth, truth be told, what I was doing, I was white, I was cleaning up the, the drink that I just spilled right yeah. before we started recording. That's what I was doing. <laughs> so let, let, let's go back. Game five. Um, yeah. Great game. I mean, Absolutely. games three to five were, were really quality games. I know one and two weren't what people were hoping for with the heat injuries and didn't really match the hype. But but three to five were really strong games. Game five, man, like Jimmy Butler and LeBron had a, a quality duel. They went back and forth. They both had, you know, out of this world stat lines. Um, and the Heat win this game, you know, it comes down to this possession where LeBron James draws four guys into the key. Um, with the fifth sucking in past regular help. And he has a decision to make. And, you know, he could try to float this one up or maybe, you know, step back off the dribble and, and, and maybe try to, like, an awkward pull-up. But he's also got Bam, you know, right there. It, it, it's a tough spot. He's got Danny Green, who's supposed to be a 3 and D role player, all the way open, and he makes this pass. Obviously, Danny Green doesn't make the shot. Um, and and the conversation was as stupid as it could ever be. Yeah. Um, 
My God. Did you see the famous Los tweet? I saw that nonsense. Look, here's the situation, man. Like, everybody recognizes if you've been watching LeBron play, this is the style that he plays. And in fact, in this exact moment, he made the right play. All of that stupid shit about, like, oh, he should have shot it. If he's got a one-on-one situation, I have no problem with him, like, kind of, like, you know, forcing one up. Okay, like, I, I will take LeBron against anybody else. But if you've got three, four guys on you, that it's it would, it's absolutely asinine. So, like, like Famous Lowe's, like, all of them cats that were saying that nonsense, it's like, shut the hell up. He made the right play. Danny Green just didn't make the shot. Yeah, and, and like, the thing is... The, the Los, when he posts that tweet of, like, Kobe, and it's the same situation, and he did shoot it, and there's four bulls on him. Like, Kobe actually gets blocked in that sequence. Exactly. And, I was and, at that game. I was at the game covering it. That's, why, like, it. that's why it irritated me. It's like, shut the fuck up, famous Los. That was a bad play. He was, ended up having to make it, but it was a bad play. That's how much people hate LeBron. Like, yes. that, that's how much people hate that, man. They would rather have... And, and I'm not even exaggerating. People were telling me, like, I would rather he get blocked trying to it. make that shot than pl- pass to a wide-open guy who's known and, and is his role in the game is as a shooter. And I know he's been cold on and off in these plays. I understand. But, my, like, the, it was so stupid. And you know what? I was thinking to myself... You know, Mark, we, we shouldn't skip Markeith Morris because Markeith Morris gets that ball Ooh. and just about shit his pants, man. Jesus Christ. I, I, I just uh, like, like that is what that's what I would have booty. done. Lemon booty, just that like was you, rough. you could feel the fear dripping uh-huh. out his pores, man. I, that's that is exactly what I would have done getting uh-huh. that ball in that moment on that Told stage. Told I I cannot believe he didn't even put a shot up. Just uh-huh. threw it out of bounds to an invisible usher. <laughs> we haven't talked since that game, and I know I know we watched six tonight, but my <laughs> lord, Josh. what Josh. an end. Josh, I aged easily four years in the fourth quarter of that game, especially down the stretch. I'm glad. I, look, obviously, like you said, we watched six tonight. The Lakers won. We're all good. But Jesus Christ, oh my God! When he threw that ball out of bounds, I thought, okay. This is the type of shit that loses you a finals. And I'm glad it didn't result in that. And I'm glad obviously the Lakers came out, took care of business. They you know, they they you know, like they they, they they put him to bed very early and it was you know, left no doubt. But my God, when that happened, yeah, I, I, I was hurting. Hurting, hurting. Yeah, but like you know what? Like we need to record this as it was because the revision history revisionist history will come. Of which course. is that, you know, the Lakers you know, we're the vastly better team, and this wasn't even a series, and it was. And, like, as, oh. as a LeBron guy, I would love to say that, like, you know, the Lakers walked in, and they practically swept them, and it was clear who the best team was. And you know, that wasn't really the case, man. Games three through five were competitive games, and the Heat looked like the better team for large portions of those games. And to, to be quite honest, man, like, I was so hot as a LeBron guy because I was already – thinking about the worst possible situation where I'm like, okay, they lost this game. It's 3-2. Davis is banged up and or he might be suspended following this Crowder elbow. Um, And LeBron without AD in game six. That's danger zone, man. Like, yeah, maybe they still win, but I would not have felt... If I, as a LeBron fan, as a Lakers fan, if this went six without AD, tonight would have been a very different game. Listen, I... It, when you when the, you the, the path to, the path to sadness was there. That's all I'm saying. When you <clears throat> tweeted that out, you <clears throat> see that I did not respond because I was in the same place and I was like, 
if this fuck if this shit happens, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, the path was there. I'm glad it didn't take place, but absolutely, you damn right, I was scared. Oh yeah, and I mean it. It was very clear, like. After two games, it was a coin flip between LeBron and AD for Finals MVP. After the next four, I mean, you have to be a, like a total buffoon to even have a vote for anyone else. It was very clear it was LeBron. Davis was still really good at times in the series, but man, LeBron doing this at thirty-five years old, he's going to be thirty-six in two months. Isn't that? He's going to be thirty-six years old in two months, man. And so, he averaged like thirty, eleven, and nine in this series. So I'm not taking anything away from what AD did because AD was spectacular in this series, absolutely spectacular. But yes, of course, LeBron at 35, 36 years old. This is you know this is unprecedented. Now I watched Kareem obviously you know continue to be effective at the age of 36, 37, sure. 38 yeah. years old. But it's not the same. Like 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 you know, like you know folks can be honest about this. This is unprecedented. What LeBron is doing continues to be incredible, and you know quite frankly. Like in, in anybody else, I'd be saying, okay, hey, you know what? That's it. You know, take you know, take take your title and enjoy it. But there's no reason to believe that they won't be in this same at least opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily. I'm not guaranteeing the position, but have the same opportunity next year. There's no reason to not. But you know, you know, there's no reason to go against it. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but but you're right. I mean. And then Kareem, like people say that about Kareem, and like Justin Terman, he's my guy, and he's always the first one on the timeline to be like, you know, Kareem played to 40 or whatever, but like Kareem was putting up like 20 and 7, like 19 and 6 at this point in his career, and he was not that guy. You know, he 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 wasn't even close. Like Le- LeBron was the best player in a, in, in a final series at 36 years old. Kareem was still very, very good. Like I'm not like I said, that's the reason why I'm being careful about this. It's not, it's not just being defensive. It's, it's, it's so that like you know because like there will be people that listen and say like 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 let's not go too far here. But you're right. Like as the number one guy, like you know, without question, regardless of how great AD was, because he was. Um. Yeah. It, it is absolutely incredible. And yeah. And uh, like I, I mean, we, we need to mince words. Like he was good. Like Kareem was good, but he was like you know the third banana type star at that time. He wasn't the franchise carrier team to a title type guy. Yeah. In in, in eighty seven, yes, that was the case. In eighty five, it was still the second guy. But either way, yeah. Look, who cares about all of that? And yeah. and this is this is coming from me. Lakers won the title this year. It's incredible. Uh, I, you know, going into the year, like, you know, of course I was, I was optimistic and I was, you know, and, and I thought that they had a very good chance, but even I would not have necessarily anticipated this. And, you know, I, so it, it, I think there's reason to celebrate this. So, Absolutely. I mean, and, and this is the thing too, like, I, I don't really care to do the whole we're Lakers underdogs. Like how special was it? Like I'm not here to quantify any of that. This was a team that was amongst the favorites. They were the third in the betting odds when the season started. They had they were a contender. Everybody knew that they had a chance. They weren't the favorite from day one. The Bucks and the Clippers didn't take care of business. The Lakers did. Here we are. Championship number 17, number four for Braun. The we'll game tonight. Sorry, what were we gonna say? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I'm not like I'm not trying to like play the underdog role. Like, that's that's not what this is. In fact, like, remember, I no, said like I thought I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for you. I'm, oh, I'm doing it for like okay. the discourse that's been going on the timeline. Okay, I got you. I got you. Like Lakers fans have been leaning into that like underdog 
bit that Ryan Cole started and people who hate the Lakers have been making it out like they were the favorite from the start. The truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's in the, I, I appreciate that. It's in the middle because people are being disingenuous when they're saying like, no, yeah. they were the favorites. It's like, you assholes, you all were saying that they were not. You all were picking against them. So don't act like now that like, it, it was expected. But at the same time, of course they weren't the underdogs. They have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, man. Like the, the expectation is there. And I, like I said, I expect it next year. I, uh, at Pickup Hoop, had like a five-minute um, rolling slideshow of tweets of people like dunking on the Lakers and talking about how the Pelicans might have more wins this season, which you can literally make a slideshow like this for any take on NBA Twitter. But I just pick up Hoop for not including any of my AD tweets in there. You're a real one. I appreciate you. Thank you for not putting me in the cannon fodder with everybody else. Pick um, Pick up, hoop is my, pick up Hoop is my guy. I appreciate that he didn't do that either. But I also will go ahead and take this moment to say, yeah, all of you little bloggers for you know the Pelicans, go to hell. You talked all that shit, and you deserve this. I'm not going to be the gracious one that just lets you get away with it. You talk that shit, talk that talk, walk that walk. Game time. Game time. Jabari Jabari is is decently cut and he is he is feeling himself right now. He Damn is. right. And and here's the thing too, like that that conversation was always dumb, and you and I were on the same page. It was like, ridiculous. I I hated I hated how it happened. I thought it was terrible for the league. Yes. I still think it's terrible for the league. But the, the the idea that like picks were somehow more value, and again, I'm someone who thinks AD's closer to top ten than top three. If you can get a top ten player for for picks, who who hasn't even made arguably hasn't even hit his prime yet, you do that. Look, and and it's the same argument today for me as it was a year ago. Look at the Sacramento Kings. Look at the Minnesota Timberwolves. A decade's worth of lottery picks don't mean shit if you don't trust the management. You know, you, you yep. have a gym, you get the gem. I, I I could not believe how many people wanted to say the Pelicans won that trade because <laughs> they got a number of protected picks. Here. Like it 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 was nutty. Here's one for you. And, Josh, we need to still go back and do our Wire episode. Uh, it was a lot of folks that wanted it to be one way, but it was the other way. Like, yeah. it sounded good, but, yeah, we all knew, or at least any, anybody that was paying attention knew. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it was stupid, dude. And, like, you could appreciate, like, the Pelicans hiring Griff and having some interesting pieces and all of that and making the best of a bad situation. But, like, there is no example in history of a, of a guy getting traded that young that talented where the team was like we made a mistake actually we should have kept pick 24 in 2022 because man we were gonna nail that one no come on get the fuck out of here hey y'all can have all them picks (laughs) enjoy them um you know like like ad still gotta do is he's gotta re-up this i keep wanting to say summer man it's so I got AD is going to re-up this winter. AD is going to re-up this Christmas. But but to your point, there's no reason that they're not running it back. And at the moment, they are the title favorite for 2022. And they were in advance actually a week ago um, when they first dropped those. So, you know, I think they were up 2-0 with the Heat when they they first dropped that. But, uh, yeah, Lakers are the title favorite right now for for 2022 who the hell knows when that actually that season gets going so exactly and just to be clear like when i say they should be right there again i'm not saying guaranteeing a win i'm and i'm saying this for the benefit of the audience i'm not saying i'm not guaranteeing a win i'm just saying like you know there's no reason to believe that they won't be in the mix so i like there's not a ton to talk about with with tonight's game because in all honesty the heat were spent and and the game was what it was um a couple notes i just want to say like 
this was uh I don't think I was particularly like down on Jimmy Butler, but like this was a hey Jimmy Butler's a top ten, fifteen guy. He's really nice if the personalities mesh to like that was a, a legit big boy series at the pinnacle and like props to you, man. And Goran Dragic, I I don't your your masculinity isn't in question if you sit out with an injury, but to play tonight and just, just to go out there and lay it on the line and try, like shouts to Goran as well, man. Without a doubt, and I'm glad you said it because you, you I mean, look, you, you know, I'm, I'm here to talk big shit, but I'm also a gracious individual. Like the, the like the the Miami Heat, they battled. Uh, I, I I actually actively wish that they had been healthy, but it didn't happen that way. It is what it is. That happens, you know, you know, uh, uh, that happens at times. Every, uh, almost every year. Almost exactly, every year. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Goran Dragic was, you know, was phenomenal in the sense that he even stepped out there because, like, to be honest with you, I was like, he's not playing. Like when it when the, when the build up was coming, I was like, what? Come on, that guy's not playing. He's got a torn plantar, you know, fascia. But he, you know, look, he wasn't great, but he found his way out there. Jimmy Butler, same deal. I would have initially um, placed him in the top twenty ish range. You know, yeah. 15, 15 at best, but. The way that he played down the stretch, you know, you know not, not even just down the stretch, throughout this entire, you know, bubble experience, especially in the postseason. What's up, Astro? You know, <laughs> just, you know despite, you know, despite, you know, the, 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 throughout, he deserves that type of talk. He absolutely deserves that. And, and, I'm, and I know I'm not trying to make it about, like, the, you know, like the, the last week's conversation with the Paul George situation, but he deserves to be elevated into the conversation at, at the very least. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to start inside top ten lists going into next season because, I mean, and to be honest, going into the finals, him, Bam, and Dragic did a really good job of being a three headed monster, and that was a really balanced team, which is why I thought the series is gonna be more competitive than it ultimately was, even though the last three games again were quite good. But man, he he was, he looked around after game one and he was like, I guess I guess I gotta do this, and yep. and he really took it. Um, Astro is excited as you can tell, but so, Astro's a Lakers fan. I get it. So today's Canadian Thanksgiving. We originally weren't going to pod. Actually, it's tomorrow. But you know, we were having you know some family over, and uh, you know uh, the Cowboys game, which was awesome. We got to watch that, and and got to see you know Rip Deck, Man, I don't know if you saw the ankle, but I you know, didn't. Ankle but surgery. I saw the reaction. Yeah. Sucks, man. But uh, you know, Andy Dalton comeback win. They, they they had they kicked it to win it and it was it was nice going into the finals game, um, you know. But everyone's talking, so you know dinner's over. We're in the living room watching this game. Everyone's talk 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 talk. And honestly, didn't care during the game. And it was a blowout and it was whatever. Yeah. When we got to the speeches, and I just I don't you know like Jeannie Sainer bit and like Frank Scott is bit and Silver Scott and I like still didn't really care. Yeah. When LeBron got up to talk about Finals MVP, I was like, everyone's like, I literally turned to him and was like, everyone's just got to be quiet for a few minutes <laughs> so I can hear what LeBron would say uh-huh. at this Finals MVP. And this is one of the things I hate about watching sports with people who like don't don't live it, don't care. Is that people were like, oh, you gotta like LeBron, like uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's uh, like stepdad was like, oh, I don't really like the, I don't really like LeBron and. You know, he's so cocky and arrogant. I'm like, you got, like, this year, like, everything he went through, like, if he if he didn't play, he was a bitch. And if he did play, he was anti-black and didn't care about people in America and, like, all of this stuff. And it went for a year, and it was Championship 4, and people told him he'd never win another one. People told him if he went to L.A., he wouldn't win movies. And there's so much invested. I just want to hear this guy talk. And then he starts to talk, and my girlfriend's sister's going on about, like, how... Uh, what did he say first? Like the first was like, "What does this mean?" He's like, "It means a lot." And they all start laughing at that. I'm like, "Give him a chance to like talk." And I just 
the the, the eventual line of "I want my damn respect too" was so worth it. That that's where I'm going with the story. Listen, folks I had to fight say, the in laws, but it was worth it. Folks can say whatever the hell they want. You damn right, it was worth it. You damn right, because listen, this is the thing. I acknowledge I was a stupid LeBron hater in 2009. I was that asshole sitting there saying, like, oh, well, you know, six is six, and, you know, like, comparing them to this and that. And once I finally recognized, it was right around 2010. Actually, you like, the way that you know me, you know the reason why. But when he went to Miami and the reaction from everybody is what caused me to say, hey, you know what, Let me let's take a look at this guy. Obviously, I was late to the party. It wasn't that I was saying that he wasn't great before that. But I was not willing to acknowledge his absolute all-time greatness. And I can tell you this. I'm so happy that I I came to my senses. I'm so happy that I I'm no longer sitting there with dumb shit to say like no matter what he does, you know, like you know, poo-pooing it and minimizing it because the truth of the matter is whether you consider him the greatest to ever do this or not, this guy is like you're not going to see another one of these. It's the same thing I used to say about other greats along the way. You're not going to see another one of these. So, I I I can only implore to folks like even if you dislike him, Maybe try to appreciate this incredible. Like honestly, it's a gift to watch him play, and I yes. know a lot of folks. I know a lot of folks are gonna say like, "Oh, like you know, get off his, you know, get off his D." But it's a gift to watch that type of greatness. And again, I like I don't understand how people who and not to bring up Kobe in a negative way, but like how people can absolutely absolutely worship the ground he he walks on, and when he passed away, be so emotionally distraught, and then spend all of their time. Hating on the next great guy. Like, how, how can you be so... And especially now he's wearing the same colors, man. Like, it, it, it's just... that That's a very small percentage of folks that are idiots. And I'm not even... I'm, not, I'm, I'm actually not even going to give them oxygen. Those are idiots. The There's the, a lot of idiots, though, man. The problem there's, that... The, there's yeah, a lot of idiots out there. It, there's a lot in total. But, like, in, in terms of, like, percentage of Lakers fans, like, that's that's nowhere near, like, the norm. Like, that isn't. Because, like... That's that's just somebody that's not willing to accept, and also someone that's like so like like so arrogant that they want to like protect when you don't have to. Kobe was dope as fuck. Don't worry about it, folks. Kobe was dope. Right now we got LeBron. LeBron like, is incredible. But, just but the same people who got. are always like you're on LeBron's dick and make those comments are the same people that ride for Kobe or MJ. Yeah, the, I, the Venn I, I diagram is very is very similar and. It, that's my point. I'm just like, I just don't legacies. get it. It's people that are trying to protect legacies. It's like you don't need to. It's silly. It's absolutely asinine. I, and you, this is coming from a you know how much of a Kobe guy I was, and I am, and I will always be. But you don't have to. You can appreciate that you also now have LeBron, and that's a great thing. That's a great place to be. It, it, it's it's an unreal place to be. Like it, it's part of why it makes me sick. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. It, <laughs> it, it's unreal, man. Like, you don't even have to be old. Like, if I had been a Lakers fan, I would have already got to see uh, five, six titles, man. And and I've only been a fan for, like, 21 years. I've only been watching NBA basketball for 21 years. Mm-hmm. But I would already get to see six. Like, I, I mean, it, it's unreal. And in, in those six, you got Shaq, you got Kobe, you got Powell, you know, you got LeBron, you got AD. I mean that's nuts, man. It, it it's the best position to be in. Like it, it's the best team to be a fan base, like a fan of, one hundred percent. 
It's the reason why it irritates me when folks are all bitter. It's like, bro, like, listen, I'm 41 years old. And like, yes, I was dunking on when I read when I quote tweeted you on that. But the truth of the matter is, I know that how spoiled I am. I grew up watching Magic and Kareem. Then well, a very short time after that, it, you know what I'm saying? A very short time after that, it was Shaq and Kobe and so on and so forth. So I recognize this one million percent. Um. Yeah, I, and like I and I think Coach like Lucas Film Room tried to dunk on me too, but like you can't really dunk on me. I'm already telling you that like it makes me yeah. sick. Like no, no, no like, what I'm saying I'm is like, I'm not, I'm not dunking. Yeah. That wasn't dunking on you. Like meaning like 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 hammering the point home is what I was doing because it was like yeah, I I basically I'm agreeing 100 percent with you. We are all spoiled, and anybody that says otherwise is being an asshole because like the truth of the matter is we know we are. But I, it's not gonna make me, you know, uh, not gonna make me appreciate this any less. So here's the thing: like the cap is allegedly shrinking. So like looking beyond the season, mm-hmm. um, I posted a poll after LeBron won in 2016 and asked if people ever thought he was gonna win another title, and about 70% of people said yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm asked that same question tonight. And so far, like 1,400 voters, 77% of people think, yes, that he's going to win another one. And there's this idea that the Lakers are going to be a better team next year. And a lot of people are running with that, which, which is possible. But I look at, like, the entire KCP, the cap might be shrinking, has a player option of $8.5 million. Do you think he's getting more than that from anywhere else, or do you think he's staying? I think he probably stays, to be honest. I think he probably stays. Okay, Avery Bradley has a player option of $5 million. Do you think he's staying? If he's smart, he is. Yeah, like, he's probably staying. Yeah. Rondo's got a player option, $2.6 million. Think he's staying? Wants to run it back at a third ring? In all likelihood, yes. No one's probably paying him more, yeah. The, the, um, the, the Anthony guy. Davis has the player option, $28.8 you know, million. On, I mean, I think the assumption is he's staying, right? He's staying. He JaVel McGee, ha- well, you know, he, no, he, pro- no, he probably he is. He always was staying. We don't have to play that game. Go well... On. That's that's not true, but uh, uh, no, it actually is true. He always was he, he he made the move because he wanted to be there. I know that a lot of people wanted to say like, oh hey, this is it. Oh, this could be the case. The guy was staying. Like, okay, it's fine. Go ahead. It, it's fine. You can say it's not true. It is. Uh, no, I, there there are things that we could talk about off air. That, okay. That, but like, I think the the still most likely thing is he does a one in one. Yes. But whatever, regardless. JaVale McGee, 4.2 million player option. No one is paying him more than that. Of course he's taking. I just, the, where are the Lakers adding? Uh, the, what people are imagining is, and they're being jerks about this. They're saying like, oh, well, you know, Danny Green makes this month, this much. Well, you can, you, you can, you can trade him or let him go or whatever. The truth of the matter is this. I think the Lakers will be back in the mix, and I think they will look very similar to what they look like right now. I do think with their, um, they have the full mid-level exception, and they also have, but uh, I, I, I think they, I think they can afford to get uh, a mid-level exception guy and a guy that's chasing. So I do anticipate that they will be better. It, but not significantly better. You're not gonna like they're not gonna end up with like Bradley Beal or anybody like that. And if they do, awesome. But I don't anticipate that. But I do think that they can continue to work on this roster and make it and make it better. Um, yes, sure. You know, and, and that's fine. Marginally, I, I, I think yeah. now that they've asserted themselves and they're defending champ, there's always a vet or two on the market that might be willing to take the minimum to come. You know, play one of their last years on a title contender like and I know that the Marcus Cousins and them still kind of a wink wink mm-hmm. for this year and so like yes there's a, there's a path I just I think like some of this 
this idea that they're going to get a third star or they're going to vastly improve this, you know, roster is a little optimistic. But that being said, like, I mean, obviously he's capable and, and you know, assuming LeBron doesn't fall off a hill, um, but why couldn't they do it again? Um, yeah. Like, let's see what happens. So I'm going to read the, the title odds right now. So right now, Lakers are in first place, uh, plus 400 to win the title next year. Uh, the Clippers are at plus 450. The Bucks are at plus 800. The Warriors are at plus 900. Um, let's pause there. Out of those four, any of those bets interest you? I, uh, I mean, you know I don't bet, but, you know, if I were going to do some bet online uh, pimping, I would <laughs> bet online, uh, you know, A.AG. I would probably bet Lakers, but there are some interesting ones there. Like, I'll be honest with you, you probably can't go wrong with, with really most of those, like, at, you know, for the value of it. Yeah, and I mean, like, that. There, I don't know if I'm as in love with the Warriors next year as people are but i very much would love a warrior i would love to get lakers warriors and lakers clippers in in the playoffs next yes, year yes please uh, um that would just be great television yeah it is it is still unfortunate we didn't get lakers clippers but it's not on the lakers man that's on the clippers so is what it is yep. um following warriors at plus 900 you've got the nets and the celtics each at plus 1200 you have the heat at plus 1400 you have the raptors at plus 1600 you have the nuggets at plus 2000 Rockets at plus 2,200, and then Sixers and Mavericks each at plus 2,500. If you were a betting man, do any of those intrigue you to throw 100 bones on and just I, I you know, know cross your you, fingers? I know why you asked this question, because you knew that my, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to actually pick the Mavericks in that one. That's the that's probably the best bet in there. You know what? I, I would like to say, say that too, but the team that I was looking at was the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, okay. So, you know what? I, I, I will I will no longer disrespect the Nuggets, and you're probably right. But I actually, well, actually, yeah, see, the see the, the Porzingis situation is, is a tricky one. This is now, you know, yet another injury that required us, you know, major surgery, you know, and if, if, if we have a guarantee that he can at least come back to the level that he was at, I feel pretty damn good about, about your Mavericks. If we can't, Yes, the Nuggets would be my pick out of that. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers would be a good series, too. Hell Because yes. the, the construction is similar. The, yes. uh, the team construction is similar. Uh, but the Nuggets, though, are plus 2,000. This is a team that went to the conference finals. Jamal Murray looked like he took a leap. Gary Harris never found his legs. Will Barton wasn't there. I know they have to retain Jeremy Grant. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is probably going to take another step forward. Jokic hasn't peaked. That's just a team with like a lot of upside where... You know, it, one injury, and then all of a sudden their case looks a hell of a lot better. So you just never know. But yeah, I, I it, think it, they have the talent to to be in there. Bowl Bowl could take another. St- you know, could continue to develop and actually, you know, be an impact player. Maybe even similar in, in the in the way that Michael Porter Jr. was this year. Yeah, you're you're 100 right. Like, like, like I said, I I will no longer you know take them for granted or like try to you know you know just dismiss them. They, you know, they're a legitimate. They're a legitimate threat. Okay, we're going to talk a few more Lakers things, some legacy things, some movie things. But before we do that, a word from my good friends. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their opening season bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. 
Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great signing up, sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all in word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You had to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be there and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offers valid through December 31st. Um, you know, not, not to get off course from the team, but I did happen to see... You know, as we were talking here, the the number of people who are in the streets at Staples Center mm. partying without masks, and and man, I I I like completely one hundred percent genuine, no sarcasm. Appreciate that people want to feel something special and party and celebrate, especially in twenty twenty, given the shit show. And I know Lakers fans come out in numbers, and no one is doubting the quality of that fan base. But this is dumb, man. Listen, I mean, like, we really don't even have to go here, man. Like, it, it, it. Be safe, folks. Stop being jackasses. Don't be stupid. Don't go out there, you know, like you know, as you are. I agree. I like. I, I, I actually don't have even. I don't have I'm words sh- for it, man. Because like, I'm scrolling thousands of people spitting, drinking. Partying, no mass in a street, side to side, shoulder to shoulder. I'm, there's zero shock to this, like literally zero shock to this. But yes, it, it is very unfortunate, and like I said, people be safe out there, man. Like be safe. I just, I mean, how many of these people are on social media lecturing people about you know COVID and then are out in the streets doing this? I just, like, I know you don't want to spend much time on it. I'm not trying to detract from the celebration or the night. I'm just saying. You got to use your heads, man. If, like, if, if 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 you're asking if people are hypocrites, yes, they are. <laughs> if you're asking if people are jackasses, yes, they are. Um, Chris Herring of ESPN had a tweet following Game Five, saying basically he didn't give a shit about what the ratings were. This is a great game, and he didn't care if the only one, if he was the only one watching it. Um, I echo those sentiments one hundred percent. Like even even going for a couple of beers today, watching the early football games, if. If you're not watching, I don't care. The games three through three through five of the series are very, very good basketball. There were a lot of folks that wanted the narrative to continue of, oh, it sucks, it's not great, who cares? Go fuck yourselves. Like, I'm not mincing words about that. The the finals were fun. The finals were a better matchup than a lot of folks were, you know, were stating. And go to hell either way. I don't care. My, you know, my appreciation for NBA basketball is not necess- is is never boosted by oh well did ten thousand people also agree with me no I don't give a damn if you like the NBA if you're here for it you then watch if you're not and I'm speaking generally of course I'm not talking to you if you're not think oh well go watch some other shitty sport you know watch the NFL if you can 
Yeah. I mean, and like that that's worth mentioning too. Like not a single positive COVID case through the NBA bubble through three months. And the NFL's already had to reschedule, what, four games? They've got, like, COVID breakouts, five different teams, six different teams already. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how the NFL thought this was going to go. And that Darren Ravel, Ravel, however you say his name, tweet about, like, the NFL bet big on COVID sorting itself out before the season, and they won that bet. Like, that dude is such a hack, man. That dude sucks. You know, we're at the place now where he's no longer necessary. I saw, and I, I'm, that's not an original thought. Someone actually put that out there, like, "Hey, Darren Ravel, Darren never no longer necessary." There's other folks that you know, like, can do ex- that, that do exactly or provide exactly what he provides. That's where I'm at with him. Like, I used to kind of like you know chuckle at the little silly stuff, or like when he would do the uh, do the combine stuff, or when he would try to like race people. I used to chuckle at that stuff, but like the truth of the matter is, he's a douchebag that like is is just carrying water. For the worst, the dregs of society. So yeah, he, I don't, I don't sucks, have any man. time for him. Go, go, go to hell, dear. <clears throat> he, he sucks. I'm glad Keith Smith and him went back and forth, and Keith called them on his shit yep. because, like, again, man, I, I feel like I'm a lot less scared of COVID than the average person. I'm in a classroom with 31 kids every day. We're wearing masks. We're doing our parts. We understand that the world's got to go on. But like, how are you going to say when when a pandemic is continuing to go on and your own country's taking 200,000 lives? That they bet big and won that it was over. Like, you, you have to be just a shithead to have that little respect for your fellow man. Yeah, like, it, like it, that's pretty much where it is. Like, it tells you what's important to him or the, like, the lack of significance for human life. And, like, and, and, and that's kind of, like, where it is. Like, it, we don't even have to mince words about it. It's obvious to the, you know, the folks that are out there gun-ho about, like, oh, who cares, who cares, like, entertain me. That's what's important to them. Darren, Darren Ravel is one of those type of douchebags. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> not to spend too long on that. Um, at the Farmer Jones um, tweeted after Game 5 that he, he I don't know, was, was debating. I don't know if he even said debating. I think he just said it, that Jimmy Butler was the best player that LeBron had ever played in a final series. Mm-hmm. And the way that that Jimmy played games three and five specifically. It it, it it felt like that at times, no doubt. But it got me curious. Did you see the chart I ended up putting together? I saw it, but I didn't look in-depth with it. So I looked at everybody. I mean, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan in 07, Dirk in 2011, Durant and Westbrook in 2012, Duncan in 2013, Kawhi in 2014, Curry, Nick in 15, Curry in 16, Durant, Curry 17, Durant, Curry 18, and Butler and uh, I just had some fun with it, but like you know, if I, if I threw that to you, who thinks the best player that LeBron's seen in the final series? <clears throat> it's Durant, man. Like, okay, so yeah. like I recognize that folks want to go a certain place with this, and I love Jimmy, and I, you know, and this is no shade, no disrespect to Steph. It's it's KD, like like the. You know, K- K- KD is the, you know had you know when he's healthy has been the second best player in the league. You know, like you know for, you know for the bulk of his career. Like, there's no reason to, like, play around with this. Yeah, and I, I agree. Like, I would love to... I think Dirk is actually second. But, Probably. Um, but, like, the numbers are just out of the world. Like, 2017, KD, 35 at night, 8 boards, 5 assists, nearly a 70 true shooting percentage. Like, he's just... One-on-one was the, yeah. the most dominant player in ball. He, he was and absurd. Then, yeah, and, and, and I get, like... The context of his championships is different, and you can account for that and all of that stuff in those legacy conversations, but he's just so bad. And, like, I know it was only 35 minutes, but in 2018, 
when Kevin Durant was on the floor versus when he was off the floor, the uh, Warriors were 69.2 points per 100 possessions better. Yeah, because he, because he's Kevin Durant and he was playing on a stacked team. Like and, this, but, thing. but like, but also when Curry was off or on versus off, they were negative ten point two. Okay. So, like, I mean, like the minutes that K- KD was on without Steph were a huge win for the Warriors, and the mo- minutes that Curry was on without KD were an L. And and I just think like myself included, because of how those teams won and how like. The story wasn't fun, and and the the games weren't overly fun. I think we almost forgot how ridiculous Katie was. That, so remember, I was strange. on the opposite side of that because I, I you know I'm a contrarian. You were, you were. I, I'm a yeah. contrarian, like it, like, and I acknowledged, like I was being a contrarian about it. But I also like, I also felt like, hey, you know what, like get off the guy's back. Like, not you, but like everybody, get off the guy's back. True. Yeah, like, I didn't forget. Like, KD was... Like, basically, once it got to the finals, I was like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. If KD is healthy, it's this team cannot lose. This no. team cannot fail. And they, sh- and they shouldn't have. I mean, yeah. you can't have two guys that are in, like, the top 15 conversation ever and lose. You should. I exactly. mean, it shouldn't happen. Surrounded, um, by, surrounded by the perfect, like, you know, like, complimentary pieces as well. But, but shouts to Dirk, man. I did not even realize this stat, like... He had the second best on-off of all the other guys to play Braun in the finals. Okay. And, like, I know Dirk's per-game numbers are not as impressive compared to, like, KD and Nick Curry and even Butler this last year. But, like... Well, different pace, <laughs> different time in, you know, yeah. time in a game. Yeah. But, like, it's odd. It's odd that Steph Curry, like, his fans are, are also so over the top of times, but he always gets that gravity argument. Like, it was never an argument for anyone else in that way. But, like... But like Curry, how many times have you heard like, oh, his gravity, he mm-hmm. spreads the deep. Like, but Dirk was the same thing. Like that's that's the reason that I think Dirk was better than KG all the time because he was so ahead of things offensively that you you literally couldn't have a bad offense without him on the floor. He was so magnetic in the finals against the Heat in 2011. The difference between him on the court and off the court per hundred possessions was 38.1. Yeah, I mean, like, but like, let's also like, be real. 2011 was the year for him. Like, like a one million sure. percent. Sure. But it wasn't so, like... But Dirk wasn't at the peak of his powers in 2011 either. He might like, not have been at the peak of his powers, but, like, can you like can you name a better a better run at no. his career? Like, like, like that, no. that was incredible. J- kind of like this. Like, Jimmy Butler, I can't name a better run than what he's just been on. But ultimately, it may not ultimately play out that this was the peak. You know what I mean? But either way, man, I'm not going to take anything away from Dirk, man. Like, the, the truth of the matter is he was great. But that like that that's just like genuinely insane though. Like it to is. be third in, in a six game series to be thirty and he was sick if you remember mm-hmm. at time oh, at, at partway through that series. Yeah, and LeBron remembers too. But like for him to be <laughs> that that the disparity is just puzzling. Like that's ginormous, man. It was like basically like when the Mavericks are off, they were just getting smoked and had no chance. And when he was on there, they were holding holding their ground and winning the game. Whether it was fair or not, Dirk prior to that run, you already know what you know what you know what the word on you know him was. Sure. Yeah. Once that run went through, it didn't matter because it was like, yeah, that might have been the case, but shut up. We all felt it. All of us that were like, yeah, you know these little soft euros. All of us felt it. Some of us acknowledged it and said, hey, you know what? 
I will shut the hell up. Some of us still try, you know, try to fight it and all the way down to Luca. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and, and that's neither here nor there. But yeah, no. Like once he did that, there was there, there was no talking about it. Like he deserved. He his name was the, belonged in that you know upper echelon. Okay, so I got a list of names for you. Going back to Jimmy Butler, um, how many of these guys <clears throat> have played at a higher level than Jimmy? Okay. Okay. Ray Allen. In the finals? No. Just like, and like, it's not fair to say in the finals, but like at any point in Ray Allen's career, Wait. do you think he played better basketball than, than Butler did in the finals? But why is it not fair? Because Ray Allen made it to the finals. Jimmy Butler made it but to like the a, finals. But like at a different stage in his career. Ray was what, like eight years in? Nine years in? They were pretty, they were pretty similar. No, man. When he made it with Boston, he was like, you're 12. Was it? Okay, well, either way, look. Then the answer is no. Like, Jimmy Butler was better than him in this in this finals run. Fair enough, fair enough. That, that, that's what I was trying to get to. Carmelo Anthony. Ah, uh, you asshole. Um, okay. <laughs> I got my guy right next. Don't uh, worry, I'm, G- I'm being fair. Jimmy. Okay, Vince Carter. There's my guy. Jimmy. Jimmy, right? Jimmy. James Harden. <sighs> I mean, okay. I don't want I, you know people are gonna say that I'm just we're just being haters on Harden, but I would take Jimmy if you're asked. Uh, Jimmy in this finals run. James Harden is a better player of all like all time. Like if we're doing an all time conversation, but Jimmy in his finals run is like I would want that. I I just watched Jimmy Butler average a triple double in the finals, exactly. nearly a triple double in the finals, and he was guarding LeBron James for large portions of those games. Mm-hmm. Give me Jimmy Butler. That that's where I'm at. Allen Iverson. Come on, you know. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want him, but you know. Yeah, go ahead. Next. It's okay. <laughs> Kawhi. Kawhi and Jimmy. Uh, it's still Kawhi. So like, I I get it. Yeah, me too. I respect it, and I know that folks want to jump there. No, would we? We can't take. We can't take away that epic run. We can't take no. away the runs that he's had, but specifically last year's run. It's, it, still it's, st- it's still quiet. But, like, it is, it is – I hesitated for, like, half a second. McGrady or Butler? That sucks, man, because, like, now I feel like I'm being mean to you by saying Jimmy. But all time, if we're talking about all time, like, oh, like, you know, all things considered, like, yes, I think McGrady is a greater all-time player, but I'll take Jimmy because Jimmy did it when it mattered, and I yeah. never got to see McGrady do that. That's as long as they fair, man. And the only time he was he was in this conversation, a time when it mattered, he blew a three one lead. Yes, and, um, and and talk shit about it, saying, "Oh, it's good to be out of the first round." I put Paul Pierce in here just to be a dick because yeah, he, everyone I mentioned has played at a higher level than Paul Pierce at some point. Um, and then and then this one would have if Jimmy had a great game tonight, it would have been really fun. The last name I had here was Dwayne Wade. Okay, so it would have been. You're right, but it's Dwayne. Yeah, I if Jimmy had a really good game tonight, if he had forced win or loss, seven, especially yeah. if he had forced a game seven, it's like, ooh, okay, well, hey, you know. Yeah, but if even if he hadn't, if he had come out and he'd done like thirty eight eight again mm-hmm. on good numbers, and he was guarding and they were in it, I think we could have had a conversation. It's a conversation, but yeah. but people would still also say, shut up, assholes. It's still did, did you feel like Jimmy Butler got a lot of free throws in this series? Uh. I mean, it's in stretches, but not, not you know, not throughout the the course of the entire series. There were a couple of games where I was like, okay, he's he's going to the line a lot. 
Yeah. So, like, through the first five games, he was averaging 10 a game. Mm-hmm. And there were some people being like, oh, that whistle's getting generous. And maybe it was fair, maybe it's not. I'm not game, this isn't a critique game, of the refing. Game three was generous. I, I'm going to be honest. It was a if, generous whistle. And that's okay. If, and, yeah, whatever. Regardless. Like, yeah. 10 a game, okay? Yeah. If you if you want to know if you did if you didn't watch the 06 finals Wade averaged 16 and a half. <laughs> I watched it and I remember that and I remember like, like it was ridiculous. Like anybody look, I'm not taking anything away from they won that ring. Uh, Wade was the finals MVP. That's all cool. But the level like I had never seen a young player of that elk get the calls that he was getting to that point. And 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 if you didn't watch and you're and you're wondering. In Game Five, which the Heat won by one point, mm-hmm. uh, he got twenty-five free throws. <laughs> and in Game Six, which the Heat won by three points, he got twenty-one free throws. So, yeah. just anyone who was complaining about ten for Butler, I'm like, you did not, you were not a Dallas fan, and you did not remember what a what a real sympathetic whistle can feel like. Because my God, it's like a slam to the testicles every time you hear that thing. Yeah, no, I, I remember because like I was yeah. hating. Like, you, 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 Josh, you know me well enough to know. You know I was hating. You know I didn't want him to win that uh, ring. So I was like, what is this shit? What the fuck? Yeah, I, that was me. Um, what What's the season or what's the moment from the season you're going to remember most? You know, okay, so, I mean, obviously you win. Of course, it's going to be, you know, the, you're winning down the stretch. But truthfully, that weekend just prior to the, you know, you know to the, you know, things stopping, where the Lakers, you know, you know, fake score, you know, they squared up with. If I'm not mistaken, I think they had New Orleans, and then they had the Clippers, or or it, it, whatever order it was. It was like New Orleans, the Clippers, and um, the Bucks, and they came out victoriously. And not only did they come out victoriously, they battled in ways where we were waiting to see at that stage in the in the in the season to see if they had that level. So for me, it's that beyond, of course, obviously, like I said, winning. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that LeBron quote, I think LeBron was very much like cognizant of the fact that whatever he said would be remembered and he wanted to align. And I'm not, I'm not sure how much, like how much sense it makes in the grand scheme, but I want my I want my damn respect too. It's, it's going to be a t-shirt. It's going to be a memorable moment. It's I'll gonna, wear it. It's not, it's not, yeah, me too. I'll, I'll buy one right away. It's not going to be like anything is possible. It's not going to be like, but you know, it's going to be a moment. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, what have you been binging? Man, honestly, I, I got back into The Walking Dead, and actually, because of the friend that I mentioned, uh, it was the last episode or whatever, or two episodes ago, um, yeah. I got back into Luther. So I am in season, we are just about to start season two of Luther, because it is fantastic. Oh, nice. Um, we've been binging Shit's Creek, and <laughs> nice. I got, I'm still doing like a little bit of Dragon Ball Z in my own time. I did watch The Tax Collector, which... How was it? Oh my god. So bad. <laughs> so bad. I it might it, it's like my bottom five rated movie. It's so Jesus. bad. <laughs> it's just apt it makes no sense. And uh they get Shia and they make him this totally total badass, but they don't give you any of his backstory. They don't actually show him being a badass at all. Then they kill him twenty five minutes into the movie and you're like what? Why? And it, it, it's just nonsensical, man. Like they just, though I'm a scary drug dealer. I'm I'm a scarier drug dealer. Well, I cut people open. No, I cut people open and break their bones with hammers. Like it, it the movie just didn't even know what it wanted to do, and it was just like this gory, nonsensical, you know, 
p- pitched together plot. Just an awful movie. And people told me it was bad, but like, <laughs> you knew I was going to watch it just for sure. Of shit. course, it's, it's and, necessary to do. And my God, it was so bad. It was so bad. And she went, he, he got that permanent tattoo. He got all that ink done for that role just so he could be in that stinker. Brutal. <laughs> hey, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it goes that way. Sometimes it like, goes that way. I, I appreciate the commitment, but fuck, <laughs> damn man. <laughs> The, the the opposite of the that's like if Jason Terry had got the Larry O'Brien trophy and the Mavs had missed the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> and this is my guy, but like, <laughs> you you know how much I was hating on that dude when he got that trophy in advance. Do you know how much? But in retrospect, when it panned out, that was oh, a baller move. No, that's that gangster. Super no, that, that's gangsters all shit. Like I, w- <laughs> I wish I had the opportunity to say like, yeah, called my sh- called my shot. But yeah, I was hating on him when he, uh, yeah, at first. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for episode 52. Uh, I'll be back Wednesday. I'm not sure who my guest is going to be. I'll let you guys know on the timeline. Um, if you haven't yet, please like, rate, subscribe, uh, review the pod, shout Jabari out, let him know you're appreciative of the Bronze Fourth Championship, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be all good. We'll be all good. <laughs>